So in a five-hour window, to, to repeat in case Nick wasn't recording, in a five-hour window, you have consumed. Also, as a corollary, what did you have to drink with all of this? Probably like six cups of coffee. Okay. Over the course of a span of five hours, you consume six cups of coffee, two Egg McMuffins, lamb over rice from a street cart, a cream-based, vodka-based sauce, over a complex carbohydrate in the form of pasta, shrimp that had been left out, and then two slices of pizza, which is just sauce, fried cheese, and I assume meat. You had meat on the pizza slice? Oh, pepperoni. That was grease all over. And greasy meat. Okay. But Steve, what you don't understand is Mike works so hard and burns so many calories. That meal was just... Nicholas, this isn't a question of calories. I'm not calling him fat. I'm saying... I'm reading between the lines, Steve. I'm saying, how did he not shit his colon out? How did he not experience extreme rectal prolapse later that day? (laughs) Good, we got our intro. (laughs) I'm surprised... You don't have to make that your intro, Nick. I'm surprised... I think we do now. I think we do. I'm surprised you didn't take a massive dump in the back of your car. What? The back of a car, a drag car, I don't know. Ah, <laughs> uh, yes, yeah, good. Welcome to the Song Topsy Report, everyone, where we dissect bad, bizarre, or otherwise spooky music to figure out how it died. Ooh. I'm your host, Nick Brigadier. I'm Mike Russell. And I'm thoroughly disgusted, Steve Trollinger. Yes, and happy almost Halloween. <gasps> That's right. Yes, this is our Halloween episode. It is. Ooh. Because last year, Nick blew our wad and did <laughs> five of them in a row. I did not blow our wad. I even, I evenly you know, paced myself out. You blew through weeks. at least five years we, worth no, of Halloween content no, we, in a month. We edged. We edged for four weeks, and I think we had an appropriate distribution. But you know, but then I thought, you know what? For this Halloween, why don't we why don't we kind of keep the spookiness a little bit more towards the end of the month. Yeah, there certainly wasn't several times when we were thinking, what are our episodes going to be about? There are no more Halloween songs to do. There, oh, Steve, there is no limit <clears throat> to grade-A pieces of song topsy quality Halloween songs. Name one. Name one? Other than the one we're covering today. Uh, if this is your first time listening to the podcast, thank you so much for joining us. <laughs> and uh, if you have listened to us before, thank you so much. And uh, please leave us a review on Apple Podcasts if you have not done so, so already. It really helps us out. Five stars preferably, folks, because let's be honest. I mean, it's pretty good stuff, right? <laughs> if, I mean, I'm it, somewhat biased, but I would agree. But guys, I am so excited for this week's episode ooh. because we're discussing Rob Zombie's Dragula. And if you are new to this podcast... And you know that it is about bad, bizarre, otherwise noteworthy music. You might be confused because obviously you're thinking, wait, Nick, Dragula is a fantastic song. What is this doing on the podcast? And I will admit, listeners, this was something of a bait and switch because Steven was the one who proposed this song. And I agreed so that I could say how much I love this song. Do the lyrics make any sense? Absolutely not. But that's not the point, guys. The point is this captures the schlocky horror metal, even Halloween-y spirit in one nice juicy little package. So, and Steve, do you do you feel that way about this song? 
What feel what way? D- that it's pretty dope. I'll repeat exactly what I just said. <laughs> um, this uh, this song is always the. Uh, I know of this song. Everybody knows of it, and I. It's just one of those songs that you kind of. I wish back in the day on VH1 they had like a pop up video for it, so that I could actually understand what the hell he was saying. Finally, because <laughs> it's a song that you. It's one of those songs that gets stuck in your head. Because of the fact you don't know what the lyrics are, like in spite of the fact that you're not, you don't know what you're hearing, it will still. You're, you're just like you're just walking through your day, and blam with the something and ram with the fanning and fam yes, with the something. Yes, mash. So, yes. Bag you blah. <laughs> yes, the flow of it is very catchy, but it, it, it it's it, the chorus is written in a way where you could almost replace the lyrics with anything you want to. Swim at the beaches and give. Lots of leeches and have all the men in my back of car. I'm like, I don't know. Whoa, Steve, what kind of beach party are you having? Um, it might. I'm taking my all male acapella group to the beach, and I'm putting leeches on them. <laughs> where it's part of a ritual. <laughs> I'm going to me- ritualistically we're all, sacrifice. <laughs> we're all members of Skull and Crossbones. Uh, but we'll play a little bit of the song because once again, you have heard this song. Okay, I'm stopping this because Nick will just let this song play out. <laughs> no, I, I'm <laughs> not even gonna lie. He wasn't going I to stop probably it at any time. He was going to stop this. Wow, we did listen to like all 56 seconds. Yeah, right there. he was just <laughs> going to listen to the song. And then yeah. at the end of it, I just would have thanked everyone for listening. So, so hold on. That's how we get sued. <laughs> like if we don't make fun of it and just play it, we get sued. So let's. I want to try to figure out just what Rob Zombie's thinking here, right? Dead, I am the one exterminating son. Right? So he's dead, getting more dead people? I am not even going to begin to talk about the lyrics until you know exactly who Rob Zombie Ah. is. Because he is not just a schlock rock metal musician. No. Rob Zombie, a.k.a. Robert Bartley Cummings, uh, is an American musician, filmmaker, and screenwriter. I thought you were going to say Robert Wolfgang Zombie. Yes. Robert Von Zombie. Because I believe at the bottom of the uh, of the Genius Lyrics page, when it shows you who wrote the lyrics, I think he is credited as Robert Wolfgang Zombie. Is he? I believe so, when I looked at it earlier. Did he change his last name through the state, you know? Like, did he legally change his yeah, name? Yeah, to Zombie. I, I don't think so. I actually don't know what the rules are if you are like have like a stage name. Yeah. I mean, luckily, luckily for you, when you get your big break, Mike Russell's already such a classy name. No, wait. Let's let's think about this, Mike. You should go down, go down to go down to the the office, go down to the state office, mm-hmm. um, and see what you need to do to change your name to a one name title. What would what would your stage name be? And what is just, your and just do it. Rob Wolfgang Zombie? MrMikeRussell.com, I guess. Does that mean I would have dot- So you're going to add dot .com to your name? Yeah. So you're going to become I a will website. Be a website person. 
Because you know what? With the way I am my own domain. Michael, the internet is a problem, and too much of our information is stored on it, Russell, will become like unto a human website. He came. He saw. He stole your phone numbers. Oh my God! And then I, you know what I would do if I became a website? If I became a living, breathing website, I would get impaled into me, like four selfie sticks. Uh huh. Get impaled to me. <laughs> that were on me at all times. You know, big I mean? old metal sticks. But I'm just imagining like a uh, like a quaint silent film, black and white, about you as a character who is an, a website. Because, like, I would see you, like, driving to work and you're stuck in traffic. Internet traffic. <laughs> and then you're home alone and nobody's visiting you. Oh, no. <laughs> and, then I, and then I get lots of cookies. Yes, and, and, and then, then you're making sausage links. <laughs> and, then you, and then you trip and fall on your head and crack your skull open and get put into a persistent, veg- uh, persistent vegetative coma. 404 error. And then I finally get off my ass and do something about it and go back to being a website. <laughs> Maybe does that Can you can you explain the rule of 3 to him? The 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 last one has to like uh, unless you're going for like an anti-joke where you were like, "Okay, now that they've done theirs, I'm going to do one that's not funny at all on purpose." And by virtue of the fact that it's not funny and only kind of hits the whole like uh I, the thing that everyone was going for it will be considered funnier then yep yeah let's go back to dragon steve's site still says 404 though that's why i said it all right <laughs> okay so. boys 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 will you stop fighting you're both very funny no there's seriously nobody i would rather be doing this podcast with there's nobody i would rather be discussing dragula with right now weird al yankovic no, I would want to have a discussion with him. I'd want to sit down and chat with him. I wouldn't want to have like microphones coming between us. Bradley Cooper. Ooh. So I thought your turn in the Elephant Man was a dramatic turn <laughs> of tour de force. Sorry, what were you saying? And then I, I just ejaculated all over Bradley Cooper. Apparently, I can only come if I'm thinking about the Elephant Man. And then, then the pan, the ca- the camera pans to ca- camera pans to John Hamm dressed in a nice suit with a, a fistful of flowers, and a, the other hand is chocolates, looking or f- all forlorn, because he was the one that wanted to get splooged by you. <laughs> oh, John Hamm, I'll miss you most. John Hamm, I'll splooge on you. Bradley Cooper's done. Mike, you were gonna say something. I'm sorry, Nick. I just now have like this weird love triangle vision in my mind of you, John Hamm, and Bradley Cooper and splooge everywhere. I, I... Oh, don't act like that's not the first time you've thought of that very thought. <laughs> so, Dragula! <laughs> boop, 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 boop. Hello, Bang Bros? Have I got an idea for you? Oh, sorry, Father. <laughs> so, Rob Zombie is an American musician, filmmaker, and screenwriter. So... Most people know him as the musician, especially for the song Dragula. It is one of his most well-known songs. But he is the very definition of a renaissance man. Not only is he musician, he sings in the band, he's a songwriter. He was originally the, one of the founding members of the metal band White Zombie, which then spun off into his own solo uh, persona, Rob Zombie. In addition, he has made multiple films. You may know him from House of a Thousand Corpses, The Devil's Rejects, the Lords of Salem, Halloween 1, Halloween 2, 31, 
I could continue. No, but he had his. Uh, th- those were his own special spinoffs of Halloween, though, right? Yeah, those were he. He made the remake of Halloween and then directed the sequel to that remake. Right, right. So, Song Dragula came from Rob Zombie's debut album, which was called Hellbilly Deluxe, subtitled 13 Tales of Cadavers Cavorting Inside the Spook Show International." There were only eleven Ooh. tracks. <laughs> <laughs> but over the eleven tracks, he does tell thirteen tales. It's weird. Wait, there's a there's no, a, no, 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 no. There oh, are there are thirteen. Geez, tracks. <laughs> it's called a joke, Mike. Okay, listen, I don't know anything about this album. For all, <laughs> I believed you. So Dragula is actually so Dragula is the name of a fictional car, but it's not an original thought that Rob Zombie had. It is actually from the Munsters. Dragula was the name of Herman Munster's car which was um, designed by the prolific show car designer Tom Daniel. So, Dragula is in reference to a car from the Munsters. Ah, that's awesome. And since this release, this song has become Zombie's most recognizable song as a solo artist. It is also his best-selling song, and has sold al- the single has sold almost a million copies in the United States alone. And I have seen wow. Rob Zombie perform twice live, actually. Really? And both times this was the song that he ended with. I got to say, he puts on a fantastic show. Oh, you mean when he's not straight up just ripping off The Undertaker? Listen, <laughs> The Undertaker's gone through many phases. Rob Zombie has been a musician you since You are almost poking me in the eye I with that finger. I will poke your goddamn eye out. Wait, with 19- that accusatory finger is so close to my eye right now. When did he start? Technically, as as White Zombie, they were performing in the late eighties. When did the when did Dragula? This come song out? came out in nineteen ninety eight. Okay, so now that's right around the time the Undertaker was at his peak, where he'd come out and do the eyes behind the back of his head and be like, "Whoa, McCain's my brother." That, and, yeah, yeah, but the Undertaker's retired. Rob Zombie's still performing. Technically, he's not. He's not really retired. Yes, he is. He, he did his last WrestleMania. He didn't say that. Yes, he did. They had the whole dramatic... Yeah, but it wasn't explicit. It wasn't like, this the end of The Undertaker. He's not going to say, this was my last show. I'm so grateful. But no, he's... Aside from the corpse paint, he is almost... Like in that in, in this video that we're watching for this, he, he does is, resemble the like Undertaker he's got the slightly. costume and everything. Like it just looks the the corpse paint is really the only thing that's that's different. I mean, he does have his visual aesthetic is is very interesting, and he's rocking dreads. I hate when they say white people can't wear dreads. There, you know, yeah, you're right. I also hate it when people are correct. <laughs> <laughs> does that mean you're allowed to wear dreads if you're a zombie? Is that one? It's okay. I'm I no 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 that that is that is a very valid question. So if you're dead, natural philosophers have been debating this for years, millennia even. If you're dead, so here to answer your question, if you're dead and you're a zombie, by your very nature you're appropriating living culture. So you're already pretty much screwed. The dreadlocks are just like an extra cherry on top. So I would say don't even worry about it. <laughs> that, I want to see a zombie flick about appropriating living culture. <laughs> That's the only reason why the living are trying to kill them, because they're appropriating their culture. And Fox News will probably say it's propagating a race war. I was trying to see if I could break out my Sean Hannity impression, but my head isn't fat enough. <laughs> Oh no, Steve, what's happening? Your head, you're floating away. 
You're so full of hot air. Oh, George Soros is paying the migrants to cross our border. <laughs> All right, Steve is gone for the rest of the episode now. Mike, it's you and me. All right. So let's get back into Dragula because we heard a little bit of the lyrics. Um, I'm going to go back, ah. though. Whoa. Uh, oh, whoa, whoa, Steve, Steve! Steve is back with a gaping hole in his head. I oh guess he hit a God. telephone wire or something. <laughs> oh, man. Pigeons are unyielding. All right, let's get, let's get back into the lyrics of this masterpiece. Because I, I mentioned we know it's about the car Dragula from the Munsters. Masterpiece of shit. But I didn't hear that. But the rest... <laughs> The rest of the of the lyrics are certainly open to a little bit more of a liberal interpretation. <laughs> now maybe you can answer this for me. Is I hope so. he, is he purposefully for the music video, and I know we talk about music videos, and people can't actually see what we're talking about. That's their fault. Um, is is he purposefully using, um, uh, or is he purposefully referencing the 1966 Batman TV series, for the the comedy uh, campy series? He very well could be because Rob Zombie has like an encyclopedic knowledge of like all B to Z movies from the what, 50s onward. What, I, what I'm speaking of is that when they're running, uh, basically the one I'm talking about is the um, they're running, seeming like they're running, and then behind them is a is a green screen yes. uh, of them, and then like they're running, obviously, in front of that green screen. It was a trick that the Batman so- show from 66 um, used to do all the time to show Batman and Robin like running through the city. And it was always played for comedic purposes. So I, yeah, I was just curious if he was doing that on purpose. No, he 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 uh, he really like apes that aesthetic. So many of his lyrics, ape aesthetic, you say? Yes, ape aesthetic. <laughs> <laughs> he he. Uh, so many of his lyrics are just obscure references to even more obscure movies. Now, the lyrics so far are "Dead I am the one exterminating sun." And I don't know exactly what an exterminating son is other than, like, a child who's in pest control. Now, there's a comma, dead I am the one, comma, exterminating son. I, because I, when you hear it, it sounds like it's all one thought. Dead I am the one exterminating son. Punctuation is key. Yes. So, using punctuation, it made it less clear. Because without, punctu- without the punctuation... I still don't know what the hell it means, but it makes more grammatical sense. Dead, I am the one exterminating son. I am the one exterminating son. I don't still don't know what he's talking about, but it makes more sense than dead, I am the one. Pause. New thought. Exterminating son. Just imagine him like kicking back like in his like study with like a little voice recorder. Dead, I am the one. Pauses. New thought. Exterminating son. New thought. And that is how he constructed all of his songs. <laughs> short by short thoughts. As much as I love him, that's what a lot of them sound like. <laughs> Die on the one. Slipping through the trees, strangling the breeze. Holy crap. The, that... the only other possible explanation. Oh, you little. Oh, you, you slipping right through my fingertips. Like, how did. <laughs> I had to say, when the breeze messed up my hair walking to work today, I certainly could have strangled that wind. The amount of product you use, I'm surprised any amount of breeze can mess with your I hair. I don't use that much, actually. 
I just have to blow dry my hair in the morning well, now, which is new to me. Can, your, your hair always looks like it was made out of... It was carved from a fine sheen of plastic. My goal is to have my hair look like those little hair piece Lego set pieces where you just clip You're it almost on. there. Yes. It's working. Mike, do you have any insight on strangling the breeze? Yeah, I just imagine like Rob Zombie like getting mad at like a little kid. And then like the little kid's like out flying a kite and he goes, Oh, and he just like strangles the breeze. <laughs> so he like kills so the-, the breeze and the kite. Two birds, one stone, man. And he little Rob kid Zombie kite. hates kites. That's what I'm getting from he this. He hates kites, man. <laughs> and he'll kill any breeze to, to and, bring him down. And that is why. Kites can fly, but why can't I? Then I am the sky! Because it's pretty. That's and, right. Uh, yeah. I think Mike's on to something. And that is why the producers of the Mary Poppins sequel went with Lin Lin Manuel Miranda instead of him. <laughs> the, oh, my God. For the Burt reboot, for the Burt <laughs> character. I could imagine. That'd be so good, though. Chim, chim, chimmery. Chim, chim, chimmery. <laughs> Supercalifragilisticexpialidocious. Let's go fly a kite up to the highest height. Let's go fly a kite and send it soaring. Dead Eye in the Sky watching angels cry while they slowly turn, conquering the worm, which I believe is a roundabout reference to the Conqueror Worm, which is a poem by Edgar Allan Poe. Now, could you, could you dive into that a little bit for me? And also, a, also an enemy of Hellboy. Yes, that's true. So the worm by Edgar Allan Poe. Yes. What The happened? Conqueror Worm. Now, is it because he technically eats everything? The, the idea is we all die, are buried in the ground, and in the end... The true, essentially, victor is the conqueror worm, the one that eats us all. So, uh, oh, what's getting me, right? What's getting you, Mike? Talk to me. Is the angels are crying, and they're turning. Yeah, slowly. So, oh, they're slowly turning. Yeah, while they slowly turn. He's so very are, key. Are to- they real angels, or is he calling them, like, you know, like the angels of Earth? People go, oh, you're such an angel, and then the angels get eaten by worms, too. Because, like, an angel's already dead, right? So how's the worm going to eat They're not the dead so much. It, well, it depends on which faith you subscribe Nick, to. Nick, <laughs> hand me my theologian hat. Oh, yeah. oh, <laughs> oh my God. Very, very heavy. <laughs> Thank you. Okay. Thoop. Technically, Mike, angels were never alive in the first place. So how can they be dead? They are not animate creatures. They are not made of physical substance. They are pure spirit. Oh. So they we- are an extension of the will of God. Now, if we want to get to the hierarchies of the angels... Yes, please, talk about yes. the seraphim. <laughs> so, dead on the one, dead on the sky. Dead on the sky? Because we don't actually know what character Rob Zombie is trying to occupy. The Undertaker. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yeah, so, we, we already figured that out, Nick. Hey, sorry, don't yeah. fucking me. Because uh, yeah, every single line of this song starts with... Dead, I am something. So we know he's dead. Dead, I love some cake, donuts, and the pie. You could just make this much happier, I think. Dead, I'm flying kites, stopping bully fights. (laughs) (laughs) Did I walk my dog? 
Slam back the milk and I have lots of pie and then I go and have a fun party, yeah! <laughs> Rob Zombie likes pie. He does, uh, he does. He does. Like I, I just would really like some pie right now. I think you're projecting a little bit of what you're hungry for into Rob just, Zombie. I love pie so much and I, I never get to have pie because nobody in the city really does pie that well. Steve, look at me. I will make you a pie. I need pie with gluten in it. <laughs> He wants a gluten pie. Just, I know. Just, <laughs> just, just I'll get a gluten-free pie made for you. Okay. Okay. <laughs> I'll shake on that. By my fiance, who's been looking for something to make for you. Oh, I thought you were going to say, I swear by my fiance. I swear I by my fiance, by her heart and her beautiful green eyes that well, you Watch as they're blue. That that he, don't make me do, don't make me, like lose <laughs> my mind for, second for like a nanosecond that I was like you've only known no. for what eight years it's like no they're green I know they're green you know the last pie I'm that you will have a pie made <laughs> for you I still hung up on the pies no. Mike's been ignoring everything we've been saying he's like no. wait guys you know the last pie I had no he's not about to talk about actual pies that's what I'm gonna say he's about to talk about pies oh no let's hear more of the song <laughs> Dig through the ditches and burn through the witches and slam in the back of my Dragula. Okay, so this, these lyrics were written when he was like fourteen, right? This was this was a this was in his journal, right? This was the poem that he. This was a poem he wrote in his journal, and then twenty years later, found it when he was cleaning out the attic of his old house, and then thought, you know what? This could be this could be a song. <laughs> this has some potential. I just picture like a really nerdy Rob Zombie, like watching the monsters while he's like writing in his diary, yeah. <laughs> and he's like, oh, oh, I'd love to dig through yeah. ditches and burn the witches. Oh, and then I'll get, oh, they got the Dragula. Yeah, that'd be my car. Yeah, I get the, I slam in the back of my Dragula, and, and then the car drives and goes, and it blows up. But then the car is like magic, and it comes back together, and then I keep driving, and I just keep burning more witches, and then digging through the ditches because my car's got shovels. Oh, man, Dragula, I know what that means. No one else is going to get it. That's such an inside thing. <laughs> I'm so cruel. Nobody so watches cruel. the monsters. And no one's going to think I'm talking about men dressed as women, like, uh, as vampires. Fun fact, when I Googled, or when I went on YouTube to just look for Dragula and scrolled down a little bit, there is a horror-themed drag show called Dragula. So it's already. It's, when you told me the name of the song, like, I know this song, but I didn't know the title of the song. So yeah. When you told me, I was like, oh, wait, what could this be about? And I was like, oh, wait, I already know this. Okay. <laughs> We've got a lot of ditches to dig through. <laughs> oh, but fun fact, guys, I, ha I have a. Uh, sorry, you, the listeners, won't be able to see this, but you can Google it. Uh, this is what Herman Munster's Dragula actually looked like. <laughs> That makes my Rob Zombie thing so great. I love it. <laughs> <laughs> <I> just... <laughs> Can you imagine? You, yes, your your self your sense of vindication is potent. But what ha what what did witches do to Rob Zombie? That's what I want to know. Why is he burning through them <laughs> as he's driving in his Dragula? Why are they in the road? I guess is a no. They question. witches are the fuel which makes the Dragula go. Literally, which makes the Dragula go. Yeah. It's an internal combustion engine that combusts witches. He's like running around with a big net trying to catch witches on brooms because he's got to fill up. 
Right. <laughs> oh, get back here. So it runs, it's fueled by witches, is what you're yeah. saying. So if witches are like the premium fuel to make the car run at peak efficiency, would like Wiccans be unleaded? <laughs> no, they'd probably be druids. Dru- oh, no, druids are regular. <laughs> Dru- so Dru- Rob Zombie's fueling up, some trucker pulls up next to him. <laughs> Gosh, you're using druids. You gotta use you gotta use Wiccans bare minimum, man. But that thing needs witches. You gotta burn through the witches. No, dru- druids are diesel. <laughs> and the Midwest is drilling in their in their yard. And they strike witches, and it just explodes with just like so. They oh. dig through the ditches. <laughs> witches are just in the ground, as witches are known to be. As they are. Uh, obviously, yeah. And uh, and then they explode, and then they burn. So you think this... So, wait, do you think Rob Zombie came up with these lyrics as a uh, precocious 14-year-old watching the Munsters, or did this event happen? I'm going to go with the, the this, 14-year-old. This, but this, this, but this, this the, definitely the has burning through, You got me thinking burning through witches. Uh, witches are petroleum. Uh, I'm digging for witches in my backyard. What would that look like if I struck witches? I feel like gr- I'm watching like the worst pattern game at a, game at a Herald Night <laughs> That's what at UCB. This has a real environmental message behind it, guys. It does. I the feel Dragula we bur- should be running on renewable energy. We ru- we burn through far too many witches for our atmosphere <laughs> to take. Our atmosphere, the the witch content of our atmosphere is seriously. Uh, I think it's seriously starting to cause some change to our climate, guys. <laughs> Al Gore is an inconvenient Dracula. It's. I think we have too many witches burned into the atmosphere. Now, what we must do is... It's increasingly ambiguous the further you go on. Increasingly ambiguous. Yes. It was stark... It was stark white at the beginning. Everything was literal and understandable. It was. He's the one. He's the pest controller, the exterminating sun. Dead I Am the Pool, I think is referring to like maybe a dead pool. Spreading from the fool. I don't know who that is, though. It's a pool of blood spreading from a dead body, a.k.a. the fool. Well, that sounds like victim blaming. Ah! <laughs> ah! <laughs> oh, oh! Damn it, Margaret! They're all over the floor! Damn it, some dead person done gone up and killed himself. Watch yourself, Mike. Wait, me? Watch yourself. After last week, you have no wiggle room. He just, no he just room. made to jolly. No, I'm just saying, I think, I think that's kind of a dick move of whoever, whoever the oh. undertaker is. Margaret's not a famous person who got murdered by somebody, is she? Who? Margaret who? I don't know. I just. I'm sure a Margaret has been killed at some point. Whether it be by natural causes Are or... you there, God? It's me, Margaret. I'm being murdered as we speak. No, actually, everyone named Margaret ever is still alive. Dead I'm not, Margaret! 14-year-old <laughs> Rob Zombie watching the monsters erases that lyric. No, it doesn't, just doesn't quite work. <laughs> it's supposed to be about me. I can't be talking about Margaret. It's about <laughs> me! I'm the one! Oh, I'm... <laughs> Maggie May, I've got something to say. Robert, turn the TV off. It's too loud. Mom. <laughs> but then, so what the hell are we doing? <laughs> I don't know. Well, you know what? What was Rob Zombie doing when he's throwing all this stuff together? It doesn't make any sense. Weekend want you need nowhere as you bleed. So he disappears when you're bleeding. 
He is one of those fair weather friends if I've ever heard one. I would like to think, guys, if I was bleeding on the floor and my name wasn't Margaret, that you guys would be there for me and would at least call my emergency contact, which isn't either of you, but I hoped you would go into my phone and, and do that for me. You know what? I, I could probably update my emergency contact. Are you, a, are you an ice guy? Is it, is it ice? Is it ice in your contacts in case of emergency? You guys ever hear that? Oh, is that what that stands for now? And people are like, ice. Oh, find my ice. My ice contact. Wait, what does that mean? In case of emergency. Oh, it's called ice. I guess that makes sense. Well, no, because not like, to be that... confused with the other one. Ha! <laughs> <laughs> That's. Oh, I gotta call. Oh no, I'm bleeding out on the sidewalk. I better call ice. Cut to him being heaved across the Mexican border. <laughs> one, two. <laughs> We're saving you a bundle. <laughs> nice to say, nice ever did. <laughs> That's fine. It's okay. You're right, Mike. That is fucked up. <laughs> How dare you? You should watch what you say and stop bringing this sort of thing up. Go on, Nick. Oh, goodness. Yes, yes, yes. Jesus, Mike. <laughs> you both look very confused. Why is this cat purring? And fur's not tender. It's hairy. You're going to take a bite out of that? You're going to get your hair up in your mouth. Fur is hairy. He is. He's correct. You heard it here on the Song Topsy Report first, folks. Well, I, I, I think there might be some metaphor at play here because he's saying no. he's the rat feasting upon the cat when typically those roles are reversed. It's like a gender-swapped Halloween costume. Happy Halloween, listeners. Yes, that is the first that is the first metaphor to be used in this song. Yes. Very Everything else one. is literal. You know what's theory I really like? It's the one that Nick said at the beginning. This is the son of an exterminator. <laughs> yes, exterminating son. And this, this son has taken the extermination far beyond that of roaches and has taken it to taking out birds... Taking out frogs, angels. Taking out angels, cats. He's killing out. There's too many stray cats. Get him out of here. He's done. He's the. Hey, it's me, Rob Zombie. <laughs> you got too many cats. I'll kill them all. Oh yeah, wait. Was that his? Was that his wife? What's his? Yeah. What's his wife? Sherry Moon. Sherry right? Moon Zombie. I was about to say, well, what's his? What's his wife's name? Condoleezza like, Rice. Yeah. <laughs> it's like Moon Moon River Moon Hunter <laughs> Moon. Hunter's Moon Zombie. Very friend. Ugh. So did did she get a hyphen? Is that what it was? Was this a very progressive marriage <laughs> where it's like, hi, my name's Shirley. What's her name? Sherry Moon. Sherry zombie. Sherry Moon. Yes. I love Rob Zombie, so now I'll be Sherry Moon Zombie. I don't know how that worked exactly. You know, in my research, that was that was a blind spot. Oh my god, is she part werewolf? I mean, come on, that's great. Sherry. She did well. star in the trailer 
for Werewolf Women of the SS, which Rob Zombie put in the movie Grindhouse, which was that Quentin Tarantino, Robert Rodriguez mashup, and they had these three fake trailers for fake movies yes! in the middle. Rob Zombie shot that one. Oh. That's what the werewolf said. <laughs> With Nicolas Cage as Fu Manchu. God, so bad. It's so good. Ah. <laughs> uh. So there's some fighting happening, and there's some uh, blackjack happening. Wait, who says he's fighting? Knuckle crack the bone? I... Ah! God. All time, dude. Mike just broke both of his hands for the <laughs> listeners. <laughs> Listen. They're just mangled bloody heaps on the table. As a knuckle cracker. Mike, get your bloody stumps off the table. <laughs> oh, my God, I just got it. What? Because we, we were reading the lyrics separately. And burn through the witches, I slam in the back of my Dragula. He's having sex with witches in the back of his roadster. Dig through the ditches and burn through, through the, the witches, witches I, I slam, slam in the back, back of my Dragula. Wow. He's having car intercourse with witches in his Dracula-themed roadster. That, he's living the dream. Mike is picturing it as we speak. <laughs> no, wow. Witches. Did the table just lift up? It? I feel bad. <laughs> Whoa, hey <now. laughs> <laughs> Feel bad for calling Rob Zombie a nerd on his couch now. That's a pretty dope thing to think about. <laughs> Although still a pretty dorky car to be fucking witches. Wait, there's not even a backseat to the Dracula. Is exactly. there? He doesn't need a backseat. I don't need no backseat. <laughs> It's like a giant- Robert, you've been down there for a long time. What are you doing? Just give me a second, Mom. So people would point at Rob's eye and go, Hound of Hell! And he can never die. He's Margaret. He's Margaret. I, oh, my God. Margaret Zombie. It's the big twist at the end. To show you how little I've been paying attention, I know that this is referencing something from like 10 minutes ago, and I still don't know what we're talking about. Oh, my God. Are you just having like mini blackouts? I think so. Jesus. Don't explain it. The joke is that I don't know what we're talking about, <laughs> despite the fact we talked about it like 10 minutes ago. Uh, listener, Steve's just happy to be here. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Please don't subject our audience to a complete recreation of the scene from 10 minutes ago. So, Dead I'm the Dog. Man, I just, this whole, the whole start and everything with Dead, I just don't know what to think. Well, that, that, that's the repetition part. You know, that's that's why Gucci Gang got stuck in your head. Every verse starts with Dead I am something. So already you know half the lyrics to the song. But like, Dad, I'm the life, right? Yes. And you're like, okay. That's an oxymoron if I've never heard it. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, I know it is. But then it, and then it's followed up with Dig Into the Skin. Yes. And it's like, okay. So, you know, because like, Dead, I'm the dog, Hound of Hell, You Cry. It's like, okay, Hound of Hell, dog. Yeah, we had we had two, two verses that actually <laughs> relate to each other. It's very exciting. All right. So actually, that's pretty much it for new lyrics. Uh, in Dragula. It's just him reminding you to dig through the ditches. 
and burn like an animal. Do it, baby, and burn like an animal. Whoever, oh my god! Whoever he is, he has a very poor relationship with most animals in this song. Burn? What do you think it means to burn like an animal, Steve? It's it's a sex thing. He's talking about. He, he's really he, well. He's he's slamming witches in the back of that his. Is your, that is your working theory. Do and it, baby. All... Yes, I'm the crazy one. Do it, baby. Do it, baby. Burn like an animal. You're such a pervert, Steve. Yeah, Steve. Whatever dirty talk you utilize, yeah, isn't I'm reading way too much into this. Obviously, <laughs> but you're you're like an animal. You're burning. Oh, like if, a burning passion. He he burn through the wind. You get you get herpes, and then that burns a little bit. He's using the word burn in repetition. He burn through the witches. He slams in the back of his dragula. Burn like an animal. So burn is obviously his. Uh, his sort of keyword for for having sex. Okay. And so to burn like an animal is to do it like an animal. And right before it, he says, do it, baby, do it, baby, do it, baby. Yeah, but I'm that- not a crazy person here, okay? <laughs> which is what you a sane person- You are the crazy people. Which is what a sane person says. <laughs> trust, trust me, they do. <laughs> they do. I, I, I met a lot of them in the basement of Bellevue. I did. They all said they weren't crazy. I'm not a pervert. <laughs> I'm isolating that audio. I am not a pervert. <laughs> Steve says he's not a pervert, but let's look at the facts. If Steve had his way and was elected to Congress, he would slam all of your daughters in the back of his dragula, which for him is a sex thing. Steve. Paid for by the committee to reelect Frankenstein. <laughs> Paid for by the Freedom Party to reelect Mike Russell. <laughs> and then as... <laughs> All right, ladies and gentlemen, you've been waiting for for a very long time. We thank you for your patience. But finally, the man of the hour is here. Ladies and gentlemen, Steven Trollinger. <laughs> Now, this is actually part of the music video, but it's also apropos to the bit we were running with. Uh, but yeah, that's Dragula. Happy Halloween! <laughs> that was a treat. Yes. But listeners, <laughs> let's, let's get serious Not for a, a moment. Not a trick, Kevin. Come on. Guys, 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 guys. <laughs> yes, guys. we got it. Guys, let's get serious for a moment. I just want all the listeners out there to know, when you're out on Halloween, whether you're young enough to still be trick-or-treating, in which case you're too young to be listening to the show... Whether you're a parent, whether you're at a party, just make sure on Halloween to burn through the witches responsibly. Or burn through the witches that you slam in the back of your dragon. Use protection. And if you want to burn wizards, you can burn the wizards too. Just just be careful. Whoa, whoa, whoa. We didn't even get into the Pandora's box that's wizard burning. <laughs> Holy shit, Mike. Mike, we gotta save that for, for next Halloween. Oh jeez, oh jeez. Oh, we gotta find a song. I'm gonna I'm gonna Google lyrics that involve wizard burning, and next Halloween we're gonna cover a song that fits into that criteria, so we can talk about this very sensitive subject. Guys, is it? Is, when did you guys stop trick or treating? You guys, you guys did a little bit trick or treat in late high school, right? No, <laughs> no. Yeah. Also, I don't need an excuse to dress in a costume. Steve just needs a house to himself. You always go as a hot stud. Every Halloween, Steve. No, 
No, what I do go you for Halloween? No, I go as a Batman. stud. <laughs> no, I go as Batman. <laughs> Although you did tell me that one time you were um, Commissioner Gordon when you went to Comic-Con, but everyone just thought you worked there. They yeah. just thought you were a friendly guy with a mustache. Yeah, I didn't have the, I probably, I, I thought I was going to have my, my like police cop trench coat at the time, but it turns out that I lost it or it got ruined. So I was just in a suit with a mustache and a badge that you had to like get really close to read. So nobody got it. Just imagine you like reuniting like little children with their parents and stuff. <laughs> <laughs> Which I feel like is what Commissioner Gordon would have done. If he wasn't so preoccupied with all the Halloween themed insanity. Could you imagine Commissioner Gordon Ramsey? I just like <laughs> Commissioner Gordon Ramsey. What? What is this? What is this? What is this Ace Chemical exploding? What? I, what? It mixed. You mixed the chemicals up. You mixed the. Chem- you never mix the chemicals. Commissioner Gordon, how would you describe young Bruce Wayne's feelings about how he feels about his dead parents? He's fucking raw. <laughs> oh, you guys. See, there's our new. There's, there's your Halloween costume, <laughs> Commissioner Gordon Ramsey. <laughs> yes. <laughs> That's actually a fantastic oh, idea. You guys bring my dreams to life. I love it. Thank you so this much. what we're here oh. for. And we hope we do the same for you listeners. Uh, and if we do, please consider leaving us a review on Apple Podcasts. You can also follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Uh, and you can follow me personally on Twitter and Instagram at Nick Brigadier. And also, because at the time this episode will be released, you will still have time to go. Chris tries to review trick-or-treating. Okay. Oh, Trick-or-treating, too. Yes, trick-or-treat. And then you will, when you have your candy hangover, you're probably going to want to sleep in. You're going to wake up at like 6 p.m. And then you're going to want to go drink, obviously. So why not go to Dixon Place here in New York City and at 7.30 catch Chris Tries Review Wine live. Chris Tries Review Wine is another podcast on Dapper Devil Productions. Chris Barlow is a gentleman and a scholar. And he's doing a very funny show for free. Once again, free at Dixon Place at 7.30. All you got to do is come and we'll be there. And it's yeah. going to be great. So uh, those are my plugs and uh, Mr. Mike Russell. <clears throat> yes, uh, you can see my stuff on MrMikeRussell.com. That's Mr. MR. Or on my Instagram at MrMikeRussell.com. That's MrMR.dot. And uh, yeah, like Nick said, you know, send us in your uh, thoughts, critiques, suggestions for songs of bizarre, bad, noteworthy music. And uh, let us know what you like to burn in the back of your Dragula. Or what you were for, you know, for Halloween. Or what you like to slam in the back or, of your Dragula. Oh, slam them. But you burn them too, right? Do you burn them or slam them? You burn through them, meaning you're slamming multiple witches in a, at a quick pace. <laughs> yeah, you are, Steve. <laughs> what derogatory term do you like to use for women that are, like, Halloween-themed? I think someone would be very flattered at the term witch. No, witches are cool. Witch, please. Witch, please. <laughs> Yeah, send that or I don't know. Tell, send us a photo of what you were for Halloween. That'd be really. You just tough. made witches like twenty five percent less cool. I I, disagree. Ho- I hope you're happy. I hope you're happy now. <laughs> oh, oh, it's good because it's a witch uh, reference too. Right, right. Nice segue. Right? Nice segue. Uh, Steve, where can we find you? I'm so proud of myself for that. <laughs> I didn't know if anyone was going to get that, but me. Although uh, I can't imagine how. Yeah. Okay. We are now. We moved on. Um, <laughs> Fuck yourself. Uh, <laughs> Gravity. Uh, <okay>. <laughs> <laughs> you are you are like you are like a human battering ram. You are a joke battering Gravity! ram. You are just like oh, I want to get out of this. Uh, uh. I know what we're talking about. Bam, 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 bam.
<laughs> Michael, what are you doing down there? <laughs> I'm slamming out these jokes. <laughs> <laughs> I have a joke too. <laughs> <laughs> joke. <laughs> you can find me on Twitter yes. and Instagram at your man Trollo. Um, and I guess I'll also be at Chris Tries View on. Yes. Probably. We'll see. So I have see how I feel. <laughs> it's free, Steve. Is it? I do have to. You pay to use public transportation to get there. No, just have an unlimited Metro card, and it's technically free. You've prepaid for it. That's not free. <laughs> technically, you've prepaid for this appendectomy. Let's not Mr. get Johnson. into semantics, Steve. Okay, guys, thank you so much for listening to us. I am Nick Bradier. I'm Mike Russell, and I'm sure as hell never getting in a car with Rob Zombie. <laughs> and we will see you next week. Take care. <laughs>